This is a presentation of Don Forge Productions. You're listening to All Things Azeroth, episode 705, For the Greater Good. Today's sponsor is Audible. Get a free audiobook download at bit.ly slash ATA Reads 2020. That's bit.ly slash ATA Reads 2020. Nearly 500,000 titles to choose from for your iPod or MP3 player. Today's show is also brought to you by ExpressVPN. Protect your online activity today and find out how you can get three months free at tryexpressvpn.com slash expressata2020. That's T-R-Y-E-X-P-R-E-S-S-V-P-N dot com slash expressata2020 for three months free with a one-year package. Visit tryexpressvpn.com slash expressata2020 to learn more. Coming to you from the exotic land known as Canada, eh? You're listening to another episode of All Things Azeroth. Now we present your awesome hosts, the always stalwart and honorable Maedros, the commander of the fell and master of demons, Death, the non-vegan meat shield, my warrior brother, Toasty, and the high priestess of the Everlight, Allie. She ain't from Canada, but it'll work. It's the internet. Just go with it. They are bringing you your news from the world of Warcraft. This is All Things Azeroth. And welcome back to All Things Azeroth, your World of Warcraft podcast. And I have only one question. Uh, Toasty? Yes, sir? Uh, what player from the Blues won a hockey award today? Um, none of them. Oh, uh, Allie, anybody from the Avs? I can't remember if you learned won it today or not, but Nathan McKinnon... Well, it wasn't wasn't Macar? Didn't you win an award? I was at work today, so I think I missed that. Yeah, well, I know Jet did. Uh, Hellebuck won the Vezina. I just, I wasn't sure what Blues won it's, awards. We today. won a big award last year. In case you missed that, <laughs> you know, I might have seen something about that on my Twitter feed a little bit a year ago. Yeah, Camel Car won the. But amazing Culver. what a year does. I mean, I assume Dolly would know that. Sorry. I'm so I'm sorry. I was, I was busy today. Apparently. <laughs> Stupid work getting in the way of things. Yeah. Yeah. Having to go to work kind of... I try to take peeks at my phone here and there when I can, but some days it's just not in the cards, and today was one of those days. Yeah. Well, c- congratulations to uh, Makar and, and Hellebuck for their wins today. And, and you know... To the Tampa Bay Lightning for apparently doing well against the Dallas Stars today. I'm okay with that. Apparently. I've decided. I figured you I've might spoken. Be. All right. Uh, and how was your weekend? Wow, there, Allie. Not bad. It was not as active as I would have liked because there was some adulting that needed to happen this weekend, unfortunately. But you know, that's that's a thing. But I did. Did I do anything for retail this week? I don't think I did. I wanted to, but it ended up being a really busy week. So I did, however, do some beta dungeons last night again, which was a lot of fun. And, you know, it's nice to test those and see the improvement and uh, go with friends and have a good time. And you discovered the worst transmog out there last night. Yeah, there's some, some transmogs that are not great. <laughs> 
specifically the red Oribos plate set. That it's it's. I think I summed it up pretty succinctly last night when my first thought when I saw the chest was, "Where are the rest of the pixels?" Is that the one your your torn was wearing? Yeah, yeah. It's kind of copperish. What what made you choose the weapons you chose? Out of I I wanted to find the weapons that looked that that looked truly horrific. He wanted to be a clown and did not match the armor at all. <laughs> like the mall of tyranny that I that I was using that green hammer is actually something I use in my transmogs occasionally. And it can work, but with that specific armor set and paired with that other spinny mace, um it just did not look good. And I and I very much enjoyed it. You, you do know that Blizzard made an entire expansion if you want to look like a clown, right? Yeah, but Transmog takes care of Transmog takes care of all of that, man. I haven't had a mismatching Transmog set in forever, unless I like intentionally try to do it. All right. He decided to own it and have fun with it. Yeah, man. And and uh, you you Ellie you were running the troll, right? Yes, yes, I was. With uh, green, I believe it was on blue. Skin, was blue, green dress on blue was skin. It yellow? Or was it yellow dress? I was I, I was out. doing the yellow dress um, because I, I mostly play her as holy, but I absolutely love the troll hairstyle I was using. It's that it, it's a braid, but it's like a side braid, so it goes like all to one side, and the other side is you know no hair, but it's blue and green are the hair colors, and the combination of blue and green are. Like my favorite colors, my favorite like color combination. So um, I I absolutely love that, and I love their tattoos. Like I I do intend to roll up a troll in Shadowlands, and make her look like the troll I have in beta. Hmm. Well, okay then, I guess. I like it. She looks good. It makes me happy. And that's all that matters in the end. Exactly. And how is how is your week? Um, so most of my week last week was spent mount farming. I went through, I believe, 13 or 14 different instances, um, and walked away with exactly one mount, but it was the one mount that I've been wanting the most out of the ones I've been farming. So I got my iron hoof destroyer off of Blackhand last week. I was very happy with that. Did my friend's story in- encourage you to go do more mountain farming? I mean, no, that's about how many instances I f- go through on my weekly mountain farms. Okay. Oh. So basically what you're saying is you did not nothing different, just basically what you normally yep. do. And, and yeah. And had success. All right. Uh, and it was the first one that I got that it was the first instance that I went to during my farm this week. So it, it set my expectations unrealistically high. I, remember, I can't remember which raid it was, but there was one where keys dropped or something like that. I'm like, did I get another one? Did I actually just get another one right now? And 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 no, the key the key uh, symbol that was used for that was was for a trinket. So I felt very ripped off. Um. Yeah, I can imagine. It, it was it was it was not a good feeling. 
outside of that, it was just I uh, I I logged onto beta uh, twice. Once was to uh, get started on Torghast again, and then I realized that they had shut Torghast down to fix some issues, so that kind of sucked. Uh, and then uh, logged in last night for some more beta dungeons, and that was a lot of fun. Found found a legendary that I really like, so of course that means I'm not, I'm not going to get the plans I need to get that legendary when live comes around until I get every other legendary recipe, because that's just my life. But I've come yeah. terms with that. Uh, how was your weekend while there, Medros? My weekend while was pretty good. I did some more leveling in Bastion. I cleared out all of the quests that are there, all the bonus objectives that I could find, as well as exploring the entire zone. Uh, I will be happy. I'm happy to say I only died once in my exploration journey. Uh, even though there is absolutely some areas of that zone that are not meant to be done at level 54. And uh, let's see here. What else did I do? Uh, I did a bit of uh, Meldraxxus. And I, once again, uh, brooded over the fact that I can't make a t top level tune uh, at this point in the beta so that I can actually see what it's like to choose your covenant. Uh, because as some people may remember, uh, when that ability was there in beta, uh, I could not create a character that could do it. Oh, every time I tried to do it, it was broken. And I couldn't create, couldn't delete the characters that I created to do so. Thankfully, a few weeks later, they actually wiped them all for me. So, I, I was very happy about that, but I still would like to, you know, pre-launch of the expansion, feel, feel what it's like to choose a, a covenant. That'd Where nice. are you creating the, the characters? Uh, well, these, this is, I mean, when I was creating the characters before, I was doing it on the alpha servers slash beta servers. Right. Um, I, um, those got wiped. Because there's a specific server you need Maybe. to create max level characters on. Okay. You want to go to the Torghast server to create your max level character. Uh, okay. So here's the interesting thing. This is the first time I'm actually hearing there's different servers. I I've only ever made servers on whatever they put, they put me on in the beginning. I assume there's only one. Nope, server. there are three. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Can you actually make a uh, max level character template on that? Server? Oh yeah, I, that, that's why that's what I'm using. That's what I've been using for the past two weeks for the dungeon runs on beta. I yeah. just created a max level torrent. Because there's no option in the templates for server. Correct. And 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 right. the and the trick is there isn't actually an option on the Torghast server. You just create a character and then it gets bumped up to sixty. And see, this is the frustrating part, because I very clearly recall them saying when the beta launched, we're not enabling max level character templates because we want you to test the leveling stuff. Oh, at first, yeah. That's true. And I, I don't that. recall them saying that that had changed. Um, I remember some. I remember something that came out about it. Uh, I know we didn't talk about it on the show because it didn't seem too relevant. Well, clearly we know where I get my where I get my news from. <laughs> oh, yeah. and clearly, if anybody else gets your news from us, we are failing more than just me. <laughs> Whoop! Because apparently, it's not important enough. Um, <clears throat> my bad. Yeah, who makes your who makes your show notes again? 
Um, I pay Tonks to do it. <laughs> oh, Silly Tonks. Oh, blame you the You can't dog. get mad at my dog. Alright. You really can't. Have you seen her? She's amazing. Oh, I, I absolutely can. I can absolutely get mad at dog. What? How, how dare you? What did she ever do to you? She screwed up my show and it made me waste my time. Well, I'm fixing the problem now. You add it to our show notes, or or you get rid of the dog. Um, what? It's not getting rid of the dog. <laughs> no, I'm I'm fixing the problem in that I'm informing you now of the third server on the beta that allows for max level character creation. To be clear, I was never asking him to get rid of his dog, guys. I would never make anybody do that. I am not that much of a monster. I mean, I'm a monster, <laughs> not that much of a monster. Just All right. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, yeah, so um, I guess after the show today, maybe I'll log into the beta and make a max level character and see what it's like to choose a covenant for, for bleep and bleep. Yay! Bleep and bleep. Indeed. Uh, but yeah, um, I hit uh, about 54.5 before I was done in Bastion. Nice. Uh, so I'm fairly confident that it'll be a very short period into Ardenwheel before I hit level 60, when things go live. Uh, assuming that I stick around and do everything that I did on uh, on beta in Bastion when it, the server goes live. Uh, I do want to try and hit max level, and I'm pretty sure a lot of that content's not going to be heavily farmed. So I should have a fairly decent chance of getting some of that stuff done without too much hassle. Like, I don't think everybody's going to be doing... The side quests and the, the all the, the the choice quests. Uh, a lot of people will be going and powering as much as quick as they can up to to max level. Um, I mean, I'm certain. Uh, I, you know, I'll, I'll just say it since we haven't actually announced it yet. Uh, our episode on the 26th of October uh, is not going to be an episode, uh, so don't expect a podcast release that week. Um, since the servers will be going live. Uh, approximately two hours-ish before we go live, uh, we have decided that we are going to just play the game. Yeah. So uh, we are, I'm hoping, going to save our mains, hint, hint, uh, for doing our first leveling through Shadowlands Retail together. Yep. Uh, So we will actually also all be streaming ourselves doing this. Uh, so we will be doing a co-stream, co-op stream, um, and it will be uh, it'll be very interesting. Uh, I'm very excited to see how that's going to turn out. Um, so Ali, Toasty, and myself on our respective WoW stream, WoW Twitch streams, uh, will all be able to be watched at the same time as we work our way through Bastion and um, and see what. Uh, See what two hours into Shadowlands is. Yay! Except you're going to have to put up with the fact that I'm going to be, like, stopping and reading my quests and enjoying it. Because I read quests. That's what I do. But that's what your beta experience is for. No. To, to read the quests and know them. I don't... I, I explicitly do, do the opposite of that. <laughs> I save all my Also, I read them life. multiple times. <laughs> Well, then uh, Allie will be our quest reader for the show. <laughs> she, she can read out the, que- the quests out loud and, and inform everybody what we're going to be doing next. That's fine. 
Also, Manny's ruining my plans. Thanks, Manny. Much appreciated. Manny's just giving the info, man. Don't be hating on Manny. Uh, info is, is unpleasant to me. Apparently. I'm not, I'm not looking at info. You've been getting all sorts of info. You've been <laughs> you have been happy about it. So just, Info is not your friend. So just for everybody who is listening to the show on the download, uh, Manny's pointed out that you need to complete the entire leveling campaign uh, you're for your first character. And um, after that, you're going to be able to choose the route from the Fate Weaver, regardless of when you hit 60 for any subsequent alts. So, I think we talked about that last week, but just, it doesn't hurt to rehash that information. Yep. <sighs> information. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, yeah, uh, so, um, yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun, and uh, I'm looking forward to doing that, and uh, looking forward to seeing how uh, how much we can get done in uh, a two-ish hour stream, I guess. I mean, I, I know Toasty's going to be up until, like, Sometime on Wednesday, doing his stuff, so... Accurate. <laughs> I have the week off, man. I have vacation time to burn. <laughs> I am happy to say, I do not have that week off, because I was still being employed at that point. Congrats! Yay! Uh, till the end of the year, I know, so that's good. Good! Yay! That's gonna help. Glad feel good. That's, it does, definitely. Uh, but yeah, so... Um, look forward to... Uh, to a Twitch All Things Azeroth stream, uh, all three of us on one screen, and you can have all of us in your ears. So, it should be a lot of yeah, fun. Yeah, we'll, we'll put out the link for the multi-stream when we get closer to the day. Yeah. Um, and we'll probably go live uh, at, or maybe even before 8 o'clock, so we can kind of get ourselves situated. Um, I am fine doing everything up to going into yep, yep. the Maw. Well, we have to start at the Maw, Personally, first of so. all. Well, but that, there's stuff to do in in Azeroth, like in, uh, in Stormwind and stuff. Right, first, yeah. right. So, like, about to head into to the Maw at, at Ice Crown, that's kind of where I'm good with that starting off, because that's kind of the entry into the... Oh, okay. Form of the entry that's what you meant. All right. I got... Okay. Yeah. So, like... About to step in the black circle. That that's where we're good. We're good to, to leave off before we get All right. there. Well, we'll figure out the rest of the details later on. <laughs> Maybe we can do a practice run. We can make some new tunes and like practice it out. I don't know. Anyways, uh, but yeah. So very excited for Shadowlands, and uh, really, I mean, really enjoying the beta. It's it's been very interesting. Um, now I'm, now my main's in Maldrax. Yeah. Now that he completed all of uh, Bastion and. Uh, excited to see anything that I might have missed my first time, uh, and um, excited to see what Arnold was like. It, it's been a while since I've been there. Uh, I don't think I'll get to Revendreth though. That's a shame. Um, I, I just I, the amount of time that I have to spend on it, uh, as compared to the amount there is to do, I don't think that I'll get through all of the next two zones before the end of beta, or, or before I start back with my retail. Once the pre-patch hits and the event start, so fair. Uh, your uh, your your goth boys will have to wait. I'm sorry. My goth boys, gals, and non-binary pals. <laughs> Indeed, <laughs> you love that so much. Um, <laughs> I, I barely does. I really do. Uh, but let's 
let, let, let's let's talk about uh, about some of uh, Ali's favorite things to do in game. Uh, with this week now, about. are you sure you want me to talk about that? Because that's information. <laughs> and, like you, you've 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 voiced your thoughts on that already. This show. Are you done yeah. now? All right. So this <laughs> weekend, <right>. well, <laughs> we've got Brewfest. It started on September twentieth, and it's continuing to run until October fifth. We've also got the Cult Arms Deep with Gorge, that's running from the 22nd to the 28th, and the Pet Battle Bonus Event, running from the 22nd to the 28th. So, a variety of things to do, and uh, we didn't talk about Brewfest too much last week, but there's nothing new in Brewfest this year, except for the raised item level for the uh, for the item's Dire Brew drops, so nothing spectacular. So, it gives you, a, it, you got a catch-up year to get all the stuff that you inevitably forgot to do last year because you kept saying to yourself, I'm going to make time to do it, and then by the time you made time to do it, you kind of just forgot that Brewfest was over. Not that that happened to anybody. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody. <laughs> but I don't want to talk about this weekend well anymore. I want to talk about what's happening in February, Medros. Like I know, I know it's like four months away ish, but what's happening? Well, you know, I'll say, uh, waking up this morning, I was pretty confident the biggest news in our show today was going to be the fact that there is the pre-patch on the background downloader. Uh, I was pretty confident that's that's the biggest thing we're going to have this week. Which, I mean, notable, but not a show worthy. Well, Blizzard decided they were going to announce that. The BlizzCon Online, the BlizzCon line, it's gonna be hard to get used to saying that. Uh, basically, online BlizzCon is happening, as was promised. It'll happen February nineteenth and twentieth, two thousand and one. Two thousand twenty-one. Well, we don't know. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that's only off by twenty years. Come on. <laughs> I'm only off by 20 years. No big yeah, deal. Yeah, 2001, I was like 14 years old. No big deal. <laughs> All right. Yes, uh, February, February 19th, 20th, 19th and 20th of 2021. Uh, again, we don't know a huge amount of stuff that's happening yet. We only know some of the um, community events. So there is going to be a cosplay exhibition, a cosplay contest, an art contest, a digital storytelling contest, which is basically a machinima contest, a talent spotlight, and a march of the Murlocs. Uh, this is <laughs> this is very uh, interesting. Uh, so there is entry deadlines for the uh, cosplay exhibition. The entry deadline is January fourth. Uh, same for the cosplay contest, the art contest, the digital storytelling contest, the talent spotlight. And the March of the Murlocs. Um, each one has different requirements and rules. Um, it's going to be very interesting to see how this turns out. Um, there's not going to be the ability to, to judge cosplay uh, like there has in the past. Uh, I assume that they will have some form of um, uh, a Zoom session with the creator of a, of a cosplay to get more information and stuff like that. Um, but there's naturally going to be some limits. And... Um, it'll be very interesting to see how Blizzard is going to go through and and create those um, uh, those experiences that people are used to, while not building anybody in person. So, so you know how the cosplay uh, contest has like a size max, like a size limitations, and all that stuff. 
I'm just imagining yes. now that they're all at home, people are going to go crazy with these. I want to see gigantic cosplays. So, are you saying that you expect to see somebody do, like, a massive Ragnaros or um, a full-size Bastion? Yeah. Yeah, right. like, like, set up some weird thing in your backyard, uh, climb on top of a ladder, and, you know, have the weird fire tornado that's Rag's body. And at the very top, there's you waving a sulfurus in the air. Like, ah, my fire be purged. Um, listeners, I do encourage you not to set yourself or anybody in your household on fire for cosplay. Yeah, don't do that. Like, use, use, <laughs> use like, tissue paper and a wind machine. Unless you're some kind of, like, pyrotechnic professional something or other. In which case, please do it and record it because I want to see that. That would be amazing. <laughs> Only if you're professional. <laughs> yeah, please, please don't do it if you're not professional and and not uh, adequately trained on how not to set your entire city on fire. All things Azeroth yeah, does not don't... endorse like you using pyrotechnics when you are not a a professionally trained <laughs> pyrotechnician. We do not claim any responsibility for any mishaps <laughs> that may occur in your attempts to fulfill this request. And and this is something if you're if you are if you dear listener listening to my voice right now on a downloaded file, are listening to this and anything other than 2020, what I want to say is only going to make sense to you in context of what has happened recently. Manny says in Twitter, in a Discord chat, gender reveal is one of my toasty suggestion. Oh, no. No, don't. Uh, look up California gender reveal wildfire. Don't put that label on me. You'll... <laughs> oh, my nickname is especially unfortunate during this conversation. Oh... Too soon, man. I wondered. I wondered when that would hit you. Oh no! <laughs> we we do endorse we do endorse toasting marshmallows. We do not in, 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 encourage or endorse toasting your entire state, region, county, municipality, town, or house. Okay, yeah. Let's and we don't we don't we don't encourage toasting toast. Okay, yet. let's rapidly change the to- Unless it's let's rapidly drink. change the topic because I'm not comfortable <laughs> with the energy of this conversation anymore. Aww. <laughs> so, for the cosplay contest, uh, there will be four categories: best blizzard character, best blizzard weapons and armor, best modern creation, and best traditional creation. I am so looking forward to seeing what the community can do with best Blizzard weapons and armor. Yeah. Um, yeah, that 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 that's going to look really awesome. Like, there are some amazing weapons makers out there who, given four months, can make an incredible weapon. And we saw it on that... that uh, there's, uh, was there something that did, like, Ashbringer or something? Or they did some... some I think someone made wow Frostborn, didn't that, they? Yeah, the Frostborn, Maybe. Ashbringer. What what I'm hoping comes out of this, because they're not going to have the limitations that they have by taking it to a convention center. You know, they can't be actual weapons, for example, when you take them to the Anaheim Convention Center. Yeah. Like, I'm looking yes. forward to seeing some, like, legit blacksmiths uh, take a crack at creating some of the weaponry we see in uh, weaponry or armor that we see in World of Warcraft or other franchises. Yeah. Uh- uh, th- this is this is taking what, what we saw that one year for uh, the pre-movie uh, stuff at BlizzCon to the whole nother level. 
Um, I, I think there's going to be some really incredible stuff here. Uh, I'm actually surprised we don't have any about the movie in our show notes this week, but whatever. Um, what? Yeah, it's uh, it's very very interesting to me that 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 contest is going to have a weapon side. Wait, what what movie news? I didn't. I I was trolling through everything. I didn't see any movie news. There, it's rumors and. Oh okay. Oh yeah, I I, I remember hearing. Uh, there's pretty con- like there's pretty solid rumors that Legendary's working and actually in pre-production for a new oh, yeah i remember hearing rumors i didn't see anything like I, I just i just chucked it up to typical internet rumor mongering because let's face it i like my twitter is full is full of a lot of warcraft fans and every once in a while there's always something about the warcraft movie remake rumors so i kind of chucked it up to that uh, i mean it's not confirmed it's not announced but it's it's pretty solidly um, rumored by people who are fairly consistent with their, their okay. suggestions. Yeah, admittedly, so, I didn't dig too we'll much see. into it. Like I saw, like like I said, I kind of just chalked it up to my Twitter space rumor stuff. But yeah, uh, very very curious to see how that uh, that weapons con- and armor is going to look like. Um, I'm so I guess uh, my question for you guys is: What are you guys looking forward to seeing from this? Um, like what? What besides the stuff that's been announced are you hoping to see? Um, the digital storytelling one has has some interesting potential there. I mean, obviously that you know you can go the Machinima route with that, and I think a lot of people are going to do that. But I mean, a lot of people are doing cool things with um, like I I don't know what kind of I don't know what style of animation it, it it would be called, but it's basically similar to what we see what we've seen with these. Uh, Afterlives style like anima- animations. Um, I know within the Critical Role space, a lot of people are doing similar, similarly styled animations with existing Critical Role sound bites, and I think it would be cool to see some other uh, cool moments in the history of Warcraft or Starcraft, Diablo, etc., captured in that same art style. That we that we may not have uh, we may not have seen those moments in the uh, resolution we would have preferred to back in the day. So I think that would be kind of cool. I'm gonna say for me, um, I don't enjoy the art style used in uh, Warbringers, in Afterlives, and I can't remember what the previous expansion's name of him was. I don't like that style personally. Um, I much prefer an actual animated, not like, it, it just, it's, to me, animation is actually moving pictures and it, and that just feels like a series of still images with some audio. Oh yeah. Don't get me wrong. Like that's not everybody's cup of tea. I think we, we've noticed that with the afterlives thing recently. Um, I just know that that's that, that I really dig that art style and that animation style. And I would like to, and that's what I would I, I think we might we might have the we I think we have the potential to see something like that coming from this digital storytelling contest. Yeah, I get that. Uh, again, yeah, just for me, you know, give me a, give me a good Taron Gregory cinematic any day. Well, I won't say no to that. And I and hope still kind of hope we'll get one between now and the uh, and the the five weeks from now release date. It's a possibility. It's a lot of people starting to guess that. I mean, there's just a lot of time between the uh, last Afterlives and the expansion release. That's all. 
but yeah, anyways, uh, so yeah, uh, definitely check that out. Uh, as uh, Blizzard says, save the date, and uh, we'll see you online uh, the 19th and 20th of February, 2021. Oh, I, Ali, we didn't hear from you. What, what are you looking forward to seeing out of these contest? out of these contests? Is there anything in particular you're looking forward to? There's nothing in particular. Overall, I'm just excited to see the spotlight shown on the community because there are so many incredibly talented people in all genres doing all sorts of things and I love the fact that they're giving people a chance to to show off and to do their thing and to show just you know like I said how how talented this community is so in general I'm just really excited about that what, what I'm hoping we get yeah, like, that we get out of this too is a schedule where I can realistically watch all of them because oh man tra- having to pick between some of the contest stuff and panels I want to see and friends I want to see has was really hard <laughs> yeah like outside of what's already been announced for stuff I want to see at this this event uh, I totally want to see a at least one voice actors panel oh yes for sure. Uh, I want to see a virtual Overwatch voice actors panel where, hey, they're over in Egypt, or they're in Korea, or they're in Russia. is isn't going to matter, because they can all just dial in. But I can't fanboy over Mercer in person this time, and that kind of kills me a little. Well, I mean, you fanboy over Mercer for like six hours a week. Accurate. Do you need more time to fanboy over him? Yes. I was going to say, do you not know Toasty? I guess that makes some sort of sense. Medros, I mean, you know know my fandoms, correct? Um, Matt Mercer, World of Warcraft, Harry Potter? St. Louis Blues. I mean, there's a bunch of stuff that I, that that I, like, I fully embrace. Do you really think six hours a week? Do you really think I only spend only six hours a week on some of those things? I mean, World of Warcraft alone, between streaming, this, and, like, my non-stream game. Alright, uh, that's it. We need to do a petition for Matt Mercer to host uh, BlizzCon 2020. Oh my god, I would love that. <laughs> <laughs> there, 20 hours of Mercer. There we go. <laughs> Watch, Toasty watches nothing but the the the, the, sta- the, the de- anchor desks. Stop. He'll just I'm melt. Gonna, I'm not going to deny it. <laughs> I know. Uh, anyways, uh, yeah, I I also want to see uh, some really good Q and A. I'd like to see how they kind of work that out. I think they would probably do um, like pre-recorded ones uh, without any major announcements that require immediate answers. Uh, or if they do have stuff that has to have pre- people might want immediate answers for. Maybe have some people in the community record those questions and answers. Um, and uh, I, I'd also really like to see, you know, some more Diablo information. Maybe at some point. I'm sure we would get some of that. Diablo, Overwatch 2. I mean, we're still fairly far out, so they have plenty of time to prepare to blow our minds. Yeah. I can't wait. February can't come fast enough. 
I, I need something to look forward to in February. Yeah, my, I think my, that's going to help. My usual February plans have been canceled already, and I need something. Oh, man. M Manny is just killing, yep. isn't he? Accurate. So. So the starting line of the Blues are going to be involved in a special episode of Critical Role set in Azeroth, hosted by Matt Mercer, of course. I mean, Sierra, Sierra's already done an Az uh, a Warcraft episode. They did two, actually. Um, they've already done a Harry Potter one. Uh, if, uh, mm. I love it so much. <laughs> okay. Let's talk about something else. <laughs> Before I my head explodes from fanboying too hard. <laughs> okay. Uh, sure, let's move on then. Yeah, let's talk about some uh, Afterlife's Revendreth, shall we? So, if you have not watched Afterlife's Revendreth, I don't know where you have been, but it's short. Go watch it. That having been said, we get to see what Garrosh has been up to. He's getting tapped. He's getting milked for anima in very painful ways. That's... I mean, he kind of deserves to be used as a guy. Yeah. He, he wanted power, didn't he? Man, the uh, number of things I've heard, I've heard Garrosh called in the past week, or in the, not even the past week, since Thursday, has been... Large and hilarious. I've heard it referred to as an anima cow, yep. anima battery. Um, I believe Frasley referred to him as a hamster wheel. <laughs> um, there, there have been many great analogies put forward in re in relation to Garrosh, and I love every one of them. Yeah, it's it was really interesting how this video started with. You know, Garrosh's tortured screams and the dichotomy of that to nice, you know, classy music and, you know, very silver tongued D Denathrius, you know, giving his speech and well, well spoken and charismatic and for the greater good of the people. You mean, and, the, you mean the guy that's totally an evil? Oh, SOB, yeah. He, right? Completely. Yeah. 100. He, yeah, it's, we, we get a glimpse of what's going on in Revendreth in terms of how they're handling the anima shortage. We see that the, the court, you know, the ranking high elite are the ones getting all the anima, whereas the poor and the, the, you know, the rabble, if you will, are forced to sacrifice their anima for the greater good. But the greater good is really Denathurus and his, you know, high elite ranking people. And we see what happens to those who try to use their anima sacrifice for their own good. Like the poor guy who's in the anima soup line and like walked off with it instead of giving it to try to give it to, you know, some poor people off in a corner. And then they, Killed him by putting him into the sunlight or whatever light that was. It was, it was, it was a very, like, I don't, I don't want to say intense, but it was just a really heavy few minutes there. And it was very well done. The vo voice acting alone on Denathrius, I'm absolutely blown away by. It was phenomenal. You you get creeped out by him and you immediately 
hate him <laughs> for how evil he is and watching the rich get richer and the poor get poorer and uh, it was so well done. Fantastic. Obviously, I could, you know, gush about this for a while. What did you two think about it? Um, so, uh, I, my first impression uh, was that it, and Ali, I told you this last night, and it, to the surprise of nobody, it reminded me of um, the seventh movie of Harry Potter. You know, when, uh, seventh movie slash seventh book of Harry Potter, where they were talking about, you know, doing truly awful things for the greater good. It had that kind of vibe yeah. where the, the government or the ruling class was willing to put their people through horrific things and mask it as mask it as doing it for the greater good when it's just it's benefiting the people at the top. And man, that's like that that whole vibe is just uh, it's, it, it was the whole vibe of the cinematic was just really intense. It was the shortest one, I believe, of the yes, four. Yes, it was. Yeah, but man, it it's it did not pull any punches. No, like I I I, I think outside of the Bastion one. Oh, actually, even the Arden Wheel one hit me pretty hard emotionally, but um, but it was a different emotion there with Arden Wheel. This one just. It, it filled me with a, a desire to just go smack down to Nathrius and topple that ruling class. Well, and that was going to be one of my questions to you, Tosi, because you're all about, you know, your goth boys and gals and binary pals. And, I, like, I know for me, for example, when I watched the Ardenwield short, because I had already planned on going Ardenwield, that just filled me with more desire and passion to go to Ardenwield and go help so they don't have to sacrifice anyone else. For you, who had already been planning on going to Revendreth, like, how do you feel about Revendreth and the Venthyr now that you've seen this? Okay, well, that that, that that's actually a bit complicated to some because I I know the story of Revendreth. I know how it all kind of works out and what we're doing there. Um, but if I were to approach this as somebody who has not played in the beta, has not looked at anything regarding the beta, and just saw this regarding the Venthyr and their whole deal... That would, I feel like that would have a lot of people questioning their desire to align themselves with 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 these guys, right? Because because these guys, like the people there, are clearly very bad. Now, I have different thoughts on it because I've played through the entire because I've played through all that content, and I'm not going to talk about what happened there. But, um, yeah, I mean that. It's going to be a roller coaster for the people who were, who have avoided the spoilers and all that, who are going to experience that content for the first time, um, going through Revendreth, I think, because they're going to go in there with the expectations, if assuming they've seen Afterlives of what they've seen in the 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 Revendreth cinematic or, or Revendreth Afterlives, and yeah, that's gonna, that, I think that's gonna color a lot of people and their and their expectations for that questing experience yeah i can see that so do you guys do you guys think this is makes it a benefit i guess uh that you have to play through everything in order to make your choice of covenant so you can go into this expansion saying oh i'm, I'm going reverend Wrath, 
Uh, don't care what I've heard. Don't care what I saw. But if you don't like what you saw at the end, you can choose your mind before you actually choose. Oh, absolutely. And I yeah. think that's that, that's one of the reasons they chose to have that decision happen after you finish your questing. Because you, if, you're, if you're a person who cares about the story and the background behind the choices you're going to be making... Have having to go through all those areas is going to be super important. Yeah, definitely. And there's there's a lot to think about because with each covenant, you know, there's you've got what seems to be your base level of story up front, but then when you dig down a bit, you see that things are not what they seem, and there's something a little twist in there, a little you know. Well, something going on, and it's definitely going to be interesting to see if that changes anyone's mind about where they're going to go. Because I know I've, I've talked to a couple people who, after seeing that, they have no desire to go around dress anymore because it was too cringy and too creepy and whatnot. And for others, they want to go purely just to make things right and to, you know, ruin Denethrys as much as they possibly can if, you know, if the storyline allows them. And so it's just, it's really interesting to see how this short and the others have impacted people's thought process of where they're going to go. All these cinematics have have hit different emotional touch points for, like, and they're very different emotional touch points. Like, you had the Bastion one that just took you through the story of Arthas and Uther and saw everything that they went through. And, you know, you... I walked out of that one feeling a bit of conflict as to what I saw. Because un undoubtedly... Like, at its face, Arthas probably deserved to go to the Maw. But he didn't get a, he didn't get that chance at redemption uh, that he would have gotten if he had probably he probably would have ended up going to Revendreth. Oh, for sure. Knowing what we know now, so there's a bit of con there was a you were feeling a lot of conflict there. At least I was. Uh, with Ardenweald, you you felt there was a, there was the emotion tied behind you know seeing Ursok. And the way he did. And these uh, beings forswearing their oaths to nurture these, well, these, these seeds. And whatever. And having to make, and having to uh, sacrifice them to, for the good of the rest of the realm. Kind of like what the Venthyr did. Like, it's, it's, it's a little bit of the same thing with both of those places, right? I mean, it's for the greater good. But the but the way that are that you explore that with Ardenweald is a little bit different than how you're exploring that with the Venthyr, I would argue. Am I off base on that at all? I mean, I, I don't disagree. Very, very different stories in each of the zones of this yeah. expansion. Yeah. And then and then you got and then you get Maldraxxus. You, you there was a diff, there was uh, I didn't there wasn't a lot of strong emotion there for me personally it, it was just a lot of like heck yeah moments because you seeing draka being a badass and there, there was a different there's different feelings there but they're like uh like these 
all these cinematics. Oh man, I'm losing my train of thought on this. Okay, so so here's a question then. If if you guys had to rank them, now that we have all four, we we might get a secret fifth for the Maw or about the jailer. We don't know. So right now, just these four, if you had to rank them, one being the best, what would you rank them as? Now I'm going to preface my ranking by saying that I loved all these cinematics. I think they brought different things to the table and um, they were all good on their own right. So I'm not saying four is bad. Right. Um, first one is the Bastion one. It was just, uh, there were a lot of cool moments there, like with Arthas and the conflict and all there. Um, Revendreth, Ardenweald, and Meldraxxus. Okay. How about you, Medros? I don't know how the full story of Bastion's gonna go. So, going just based on the the small bit of information from the, uh, the Afterlives... I would say probably in order they were released. Um, but I think part of that is I, I still don't have a full understanding of the last three and some of the inter- intertwined stuff there. So I, I feel like I'm I'm choosing without all the information. And I, I kind of feel a little bit bad for people who like me don't have all the information somebody who is not in the beta and doesn't know what some of the intertwined stories here are like somebody who isn't in the beta and doesn't know the stuff that involves Uther there would have a very different opinion on on that than somebody who has some of the stuff presented in the the Meldraxxus one for example if watched one way would almost seem like Draka is a traitor to her original house. But viewed another way, she could have just been the one who got out. Um, so there, there's some confusion there and, and not knowing what the stories are, it's, it's hard to judge without more information. Um, and, and I'd imagine that that's part of the design. I mean, we... Yeah, we're not yeah. getting all the story bits. So they want us to go in and play through the experience to get all of it. So, yeah, for me, the reason Bastion and Meldraxxus are higher up is I know Uther and I know Draka. Uh, characters in the last two, I don't know. As a, if I was not, you know, have, having not... Viewing it from a, a non-beta perspective, uh, if I had never touched the beta... I would still know who, Dr- who Uther was. I would still know who Draco right. was. I don't know who the characters in the Ardenwild one are at all. I don't know who the characters are in the uh, Re- Revendreth one. So, uh, you know, having just gone by that, um, I feel bad for the guy in the Ardenwild one. But the only, the only character I know in that is Ursok. And even that, I had to ask who that was. Um because I didn't recognize it was Ursoc. I, I know who Ursoc is, just to clarify. Uh, I don't know anybody other than Karash in the last one. And, I mean, from, you know, pure joy, uh, that definitely would be up there for, hey, Karash's getting hurt. Okay, I like this. This is good for me. <laughs> you know, but... Uh, um, I don't know the main characters in those mm-hmm. ones. So... Um, 
Uther and Draka played significant roles in theirs. Uh, Ursok and Garrosh are side notes. They're, hey, oh, it's him. That's all they are. So, for me, like, those two kind of, they're probably tied for last. Um, from the messages they send, um, I mean, they're pretty good messages. I don't mind them. Um, they're not the best. Um, I, I want to see the guy in the, the Reverend Reth one be taken down. I assume that'll happen either in a, in the zone or in a, in a dungeon. Um, I'd like to see Ardenweald get its, uh, its lifeblood back. I assume we'll see that by the end of the expansion. You know, they, they, they don't touch the memory centers of my brain. And the art, the Reverend Earth one touches the sadness a little bit. And, sorry, the Ardenweald one touches the sadness a little bit. And the Reverend Earth one touches the happiness a little bit. But that's about it. So, yeah, pretty much in order they were released. That's fair. And I, I think... I'm oh, sorry, go ahead. No, I was just getting my rankings. What were we going to say? And, and I think that's that's the general consensus I've been seeing uh, from people who don't have main access. Like, I'm just, just going through Warcraft Twitter and, you know, other social media. That I think gen- generally people are uh, ranking them in the order they came as well. That's just my impression. For me, the last two are... No, it's not even the last two. So my rankings are just me personally. Bastion, for sure, number one. I, granted, have a soft spot for Arsis and the Arsis storyline. And I still, like, get goosebumps when they go to the Lich King death cinematic. It just... Every single time I watch the Bastion short, it still gets me. But a very close second. Like, all of these, like, they're still, like you said, Tosie, incredibly good. Very close together. For me, second is definitely Ardenweald. I still tear up when I watch it. And I still, like I said, it fills me with a passion to want to go help there more. Third is probably Revendreth. I think it's just because... It was so well done, and it makes you really not like Denathrius, which, again, just, ah, so well done. And, you know, we start seeing a little more about Garrosh and seeing what's going on down there. And then fourth is probably Maldraxxus, but again, I still really liked it. It was great seeing Draka and actually, you know having everyone have a chance to see how powerful she is. And it was interesting to see that she actually can leave them on and go do, um, and leave, you know, Shadowlands and go do things. And that, you know, raises some questions. So it was still very interesting and intriguing, but it didn't quite grab me personally as much as the other ones did. Yeah. But like I said, still good. Also, going back to this Reverend Drith cinematic for just a hot second. Yeah. I remember reading on Twitter at some point. I can't remember who it was. I'd, I'd love to give credit to you for putting this idea out there. But Garrosh died like, in the past, right? It was an alternate Draenor many years in the past. So he's been he's been in an anima battery for a long time. <laughs> yeah, and it's it because 
time passes differently in Shadowlands, we don't really know how long, but it's yeah. definitely been a good chunk. And it also shows, because there's been some questions, you know, about if people who die in alternate drainer or whatever, if they, if they're going to be in Shadowlands, like if this is their Shadowlands too or whatever, and this kind of shows like, maybe it is. So maybe we do get two Goldans. We just don't know. <laughs> oh, that means, oh, oh. Like Drainite we, dude with the purple hammer. What's his name? Murad. Murad. Yeah. yeah. Murad might be there. And we don't, I mean, we don't have all the info yet, but it does Which raise a question. one of them? Exactly. Both Murads have died. Oh, no. Both Gazans have died. Yes, we... Would Murad... Would both Murads be in a Shadowlands from alternate Draenor? Because they both died Both Gul'dans. Mm-hmm. On ours. I like that many. 9.1 raid Council of Gul'dans. <laughs> <laughs> I just keep picturing the Spider-Man meme with them, like, pointing at each other, except it's the two Gul'dans. <laughs> I love it. That's amazing. <laughs> so we'll see. It's just, it, there's definitely a lot of speculation and intriguing possibilities. And I'm just, I'm really excited for this expansion in general. But obviously I could gush about this for a while. So instead, maybe we should move on and talk about a few other short, quick news items we have. Yeah, well, so Ali, you, you mentioned that you were looking forward to the expansion. Looks like it's... Looks like we can expect a pre-patch, you know, relatively soon because Blizzard released in a blog post earlier today that the end of the PvP season is coming very soon. So that, of course, led... That, of course, leapt the collective Warcraft Twitter community into a tizzy because that means a, that means a patch is coming soon. And, you know, with that comes the guesses. When, when is this patch actually going to come? And I tweeted out my thoughts about this earlier today. I think it's going to be October 6th. Just because um, eight days doesn't seem like a lot of notice. Uh, if, it, if it were to launch next week. Okay, but technically they haven't given notice. They are usually supposed to give two weeks notice for the end of a PvP season. But, Which is why I think it's going to be October 6th. That's, that's two weeks and a day away. Like if this was technically the two-week warning, this post... It's a possibility. I mean, I would be upset because it's not... I mean, it's technically a warning, but it's not a warning. It's a warning that a warning is coming. It's not telling people. <laughs> hey, dude, there's a hurricane coming. When? Ah, sometime in the next year or two. I mean, depending on what part of the world you're in, you're not wrong. <laughs> but yeah, no, I, 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 I get your viewpoint there. Yeah. Um, I don't know. So we've got the end of the PvP season coming up, which means pre-patch is coming soon. I've given my guess as to the pre-patch date. What are your guys' guess? Medros, would you like to go first? No, you can go first. For quite a while, I was guessing the 29th. But because they hadn't announced it yet, and they do like to try to give that warning. And then, I mean, we did get the pre-patch on the background downloader. So we know it's you know, it's it's coming. It is. 
I'm just starting to wonder if maybe my prediction of the 29th is too soon. And maybe, especially with this blog post being today, that maybe it is going to be the 6th. Which does make the pre-patch a little shorter than what I originally thought it was going to be. Yeah, that, that I think would that gives three it three weeks. Yeah, that gives it three weeks instead of the typical, I believe, typical month. So that's interesting, but it is starting to look more like the six. What about you, Metris? Uh I still say the 29th uh, with the PvP season ending on release. Uh, I think they will say that people should have realized it was happening and sorry. Sorry you didn't get more notice. Which makes no sense to me why they wouldn't, but I think that uh, there's not a lot of people PvPing right now, so. It's, oh. oh man, I wanted to say something and I the thoughts are just leaking out of my head today. <laughs> Words are hard. I, I, I think I actually heard that leak out of your head, actually. I actually heard the pain <laughs> in your voice. Uh, oh man, it, it, it Weird things have been happening lately. It's 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 been a strange couple of days. I woke up three times last night to ar- to to participate in an argument that was going on in my dream, and it was oh. something it was something about wow <laughs> each time. Okay, oh. that's unfortunate. Uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> it was it was like a, it was like I think the dream like they had added something different with the covenant systems and people were arguing about whether it was a good or a bad thing. Blah 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 blah, and. Every time in the dream I wanted to make a point in this argument, I woke up and started talking. That must have freaked dogs out. Oh, uh, it was... I don't understand why that was happening, but it, 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 yeah, it sucked. <laughs> yeah, that definitely does suck. I'm sorry. Ah, yeah, well. It happens. I'm used to operating with little to no sleep. Not to me, but all right. Well, not everybody wakes up and participates in an argument, but, you know, every once in a while, sometimes people just wake up a couple times throughout the night. It's more what I was trying to say. Oh, okay. I think only I would wake up and participate in an argument. <laughs> From your dream. With nobody. Oh, yeah, okay. Uh, you are a, uh, a unique guy, my friend. That's a nice way of putting it. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you you shared too many stories with me not to say that, so sorry. <laughs> that's that's I, fair. I know way too much of your past. But anyway, pre uh, pre patch imminent PvP season ending soon, TM. So make your preparations, PvPers, and everybody else uh, for the pre patch. You know, when pre patch Longboy goes away, so you better crank up that gold making effort. Indeed, we do. Okay. So, there's another thing that happened this week, or last week, that uh, had some people had some people celebrating and other people not so much. Why don't you tell us about it, Medros? Uh, so, the you you sort of won, but sort of lost. How, how does it feel, Toasty? I mean, I totally lost. Um, and towards the end, I was go- I was all in on 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 the caterpillar, less so on this option. Yeah. But, eh. So, Ali, you and I both completely lost here. Yeah, I mean, the Wandering Ancient is in my top three, but it was not my Slimer Kitty. It was not the Slimer Kitty. Uh, so, the mount has been chosen. It is the Wandering Ancient. And it won with 34% of the vote. 
Uh, our cat did get uh, a second place, uh, though I don't know if it was tied for second or if it was... They don't actually have the exact numbers here. So it was 34% for the Wandering Ancient, 20% for both the Slee Slime Saber and Curious Caterpillar. Uh, the Soaring Spell Tome was 17%, and sorry to those who voted for the Nerubian Slimer... Swarm, Nerubian's Nerubian Swarmer, you only got 9%, guys. Sorry. Um, I... I mean... I'm not surprised the tree won. Uh, I do hope they make it as epic as I hope it will be. Uh, I go back to whatever answers from last week, uh, likening it to riding an Ent in Northern of the Rings... Uh, I totally want to be like so, that. So here's my hope for this Wandering Ancient Mount. And I put it out there on Twitter uh, when the news was announced. Um, you know how pirates hang off the mast? Yes. Yes. Like, that's how I want to ride this mount. I fully support this. I think that would look really cool. <laughs> and No, actually, that's it. I just think it would look really cool. It, a, non-traditional, a non-traditional pose for the mounting... I am, I am, I am for that. Also, don't take those words out of context, please. I'm, I'm struggling at the moment, but this is a clean show, so I'm not going to say anything. Oh, uh, realize it the minute I said it. <laughs> <laughs> said those so, words, and like, oh no. Uh, <laughs> so uh, let me kind of review what I, I believe I heard you say, Toasty. Uh, <laughs> like to hang from a pole while mounted. <laughs> Oh, anyways. <laughs> oh. You're having a stellar day, my friend. <laughs> a stellar day. <laughs> oh. Oh, boy. Helena, I thought so, too. Hey, <laughs> we didn't say anything. We just bought attention to what you said. <laughs> I was just clarifying what you were no, saying. Yeah. Anyway, what's up? Hey, I was clarifying, Manny. Don't clip me out of context, man. That's I think not you're fair. Me. Now he said, "Do you need the bedrose clip?" Oh, okay. <laughs> Manny, and I thought we were getting along so well lately. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> Manny only trolls the people that he likes. So. Fair enough. Take it as a compliment. Uh, Anyways, (laughs) moving past poles and mounts and such. um, Yeah, we'll get this thing in uh, sort of in the new year. I think it's um, February. Yeah, I think it's the first quarter. Oh. You mean when BlizzCon BlizzCon line is uh, a thing? You know, I was just thinking about mentioning that in the post show. So basically we're getting another BlizzCon line. Oh yeah, no. Trust me, I made that connection right away, and like first first thing I thought was, oh, man, that is so that is so triggering. Thinking of all the BlizzCon lines, Jesse. I yeah, Jesse. What language you know this time? Um, I'm actually trying to learn Italian right now. Okay, well, I'm sure the BlizzCon line will get you there. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Uh, but yeah, so the Watering Ancient, which we have absolutely no idea what it's going to look like, is the winner. Uh, we'll get that as a free mount sometime in the new year. And it's going to be a lot of fun. Hopefully. And look good. Hopefully. Uh, but yeah, so cannot wait to see a concept from Blizzard. Because uh, the concepts we have seen so far from people in the community have been pretty yeah, fun. I, 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 feel like, I feel like some of the community options are setting the bar really, really high. And I'm, 
I'm worried about being disappointed with the result. <laughs> yeah. It's something I've been struggling with um, since we've been seeing all these concepts. I'm secretly hoping that the others become available in the shop. Oh yeah, if they're if they're available in the shop, I will. Like I haven't I haven't day one bought a mount in a long time. Like usually I will, I'll, like I've been waiting for a bunch of them recently. Um, I will day one buy the caterpillar. I will get a new mount on October twenty sixth, or now probably soon actually, because I'll, I'll have my collection issue sooner than that. I'm waiting for the BlizzCon balance, Blizzard balance to be in there so I can buy some maps. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. Although I might just use it for sub time. Mm-hmm. I'm boring that way. Mm. <sighs> Responsibility. Yeah. Anyways, uh, let's move along to our next topic. So we did get an update in terms of the appearance change services. Because fact of the matter is... We get so many new and awesome in-game customizations now through the barbershop, such as hair, facial features, gender. So that kind of makes the appearance change services fairly moot. So as of... Actually, it says prior to the release of the pre-patch, the appearance change service for Shadowlands will be retired from the Blizzard shop. Which makes total sense because they're giving us all these abilities to do these things in-game now, so why not? So you know what this means. Here's another indicator for when that pre-patch is coming. Keep checking the character service store. And when that option disappears, ooh, it's real close. <laughs> In fair, all fairness, we'll have a, na- a date before that happens. Don't hey, come on, man. Let me have let me have one thing go right for me this show. Um, no. Okay, fine. We can do an audible pick then. Your choice. Um, hmm, that's that's a tough choice but first I should probably tell you about the sponsor for tonight today's show is brought to you by Audible today's show is brought to you by Audible you can get a free audiobook download at bit.ly slash ATA reads 2020 that's bit.ly slash ATA reads 2020 now nearly 500,000 titles to choose from for your iPod or MP3 player and I think this week we're going to go with another World of Warcraft book because I've been enjoying picking those for some reason recently I wonder why um, but this week, we're going to listen to World of Warcraft, Wolfheart. Shrieks that almost stopped him in his tracks echoed through the Northrend port. The utter fear in those cries could be felt as well as heard. There was little that could shake an orc's resolve, or even draw up in one anything resembling terror. But what had been captured at already so much cost was more than capable. A horrific, crushing sound punctuated the shrieks. The orcs near the opening stepped back as something liquid sprayed them. A ghastly stench immediately followed, filling their noses. Spears! Spears! Brown roared again as he neared. The captain looked up. The torchlight enabled him to see the rip in the tarp and the bent bars. Those bars had been forged strong. Even with all his might, the gargantuan beast had been unable to do more than pull the bars just a little farther apart. Unfortunately for the two guards, that had been quite sufficient.
So once again, that was World of Warcraft Wolfheart, written by Richard Neck and narrated by Scott Brick. You can find that and nearly 500,000 titles over at bit.ly slash atareads2020. I would like to thank Audible for their support of the show. So, our question of the week for last from last week, which gave you a chance to win a beta key if you answered it, was... With the end of the expansion imminent, what's left on your pre-Shadowlands to-do list? Harley9514521 says Brawler's Guild with a flexed bicep emoji. A lot of people answered this. Yeah, there there were some common answers here. Uh, Beastmaster Rika says, I'm already in beta, so I'm not entering for that. Personally, I don't have anything, quote, important left to do on my to-do list. I got AOTC and the Faceless One title, which were my top two. Only things really left are to get the last two Island Expedition mounts, as I have all the Island Expedition pets now. Nice. Uh, Bluefox187 says, Hopefully just enjoying helping others. I'm typically a casual solo, solo player, but a lot of old friends are resurfacing for Shadowlands, so I've been having a blast flying them around BFA and running old content with them to get mounts, mog, and glory. Headed into the Xbox... Eh, eh, eh. Headed into the X-Pack... With a full party. Xbox. Cheese toasty. Dragons A Dark says, I think I'm just going to chill. From the beta, I know all the work I'll need to do for having one of each covenant. And that's going to be quite a bit. Time to relax and enjoy the calm before the storm. Winky face emoji. Fruit Home Love says, level up my ults and deciding what to main. I need to gear up a bit for level up at the first day of Shadowlands. Leo Wild says, the only thing left on my pre-Shadowlands list is waiting. I've waited. I've enjoyed Battle for Azeroth as an expansion much more than most, but I'm well past ready for a new adventure. Bring on 9.0. The Gulo Gulo 13 says, at one point it was rep, but allied races come with the expansion. Fair enough. Susie Well Live says, estimate whether I am in a good state to play the game or not. This year I have plenty of time, but there are things I want to achieve. Bit hesitating. Fall Monkey says, finished all the puzzle mounts, which I didn't start until this year. This is another common answer. This Will Move says, Brutosaur time. Oh my god, I need time. Need need to farm gold to buy the mount and also get the RTX 3080 for upcoming Shadowlands. There were a surprising number of people who mentioned that card. It's almost like it went on sale this week. Almost. Uh, Young Tina 14 says, I haven't obtained all rank 4 essences. I especially want that achievement. Good luck, that's a hard grind. Hobohammer says, I am trying to get the purple skin judgment set transmog. Shadowlands will not give me enough time to go back and get it. Dragonred says, currently pets and mounts, like always. WookieBH says, the reclamation rig and data anomalies in Mechagon. Also get my Demon Hunter from 115 to 120. I need water now. Allie, you need to knock this out of the ballpark here. You need to, you need to do all yeah, this do, do better here, than me. It's a low bar. <laughs> Uh, we'll see. <laughs> At Darksting77 says, Um, actually, I have left BFA. I'm back in Legion. Finishing some mount quests I didn't do. At Lobe Moody says, Well, just got RTX 3080. Really happy. Need a new monitor and test my new computer system for Shadowlands. At Lala Dancest says, Beta patch is changing so much. What to main is real problem. 
I should make five alts to level up at first date of Shadowlands. At Laudendine says, I still need Clutch of Holly from the Mogu invasion. I've given up on all rank four essences. I feel you. At Adelius 3 says, Various glory achieves. Gonna try Super Mario 64 speedrunning too. At Cryozine says, All that's left for me is to get my Nazoth dagger from World PvP. Got my Collector's Edition 2100 rating in my first season of Arena Ever, Brutosaur, all 20 plus on time in Mythic Plus. It's been an absolutely amazing patch for me and my friends. That is very impressive. I am. Wow. I'm, not, I'm not even low key jealous of, of what that person's achieved in this patch. I am high key jealous. Seriously. Just wow. Okay. At DD Conan says the mounts dropped by bosses. At Magdalene Bloom says raids. I haven't done them all yet as I've been busy with finishing up quest lines. At Ill. Wait. I think it's Illidari. That's what I was thinking, but then I was like, are those I's or L's? There are lots of I's. <laughs> we believe it's Illidari. Says, be safe for new expansion. Don't want to screw up my health with bad situation. Yeah, everyone should be safe right now. At Tyson Mills says, only thing on my list is getting my guild the rest of their squid mounts. At TG13 Shadow says, I should change my main because my guild wants mage for Mythic Plus and also raid. Oh my. <laughs> At Bill19QRack says, finish all the puzzle mounts, which I didn't have. At Blood Palace says, come back to Azeroth for time-limited mounts. I don't know, Brut I didn't know Brutosaurus is going away. No, poor dinosaur. I mean, you can get it on the black market auction house. Like if you're really lucky for like 10 million times 10 yeah <laughs> and uh, at austin lefavi says finally get pathfinder all right foshasha says i need to learn about new affixes is really is really blizzard going to make difference between level 10 keystone through level 15 that's insane it's gonna be really hard need to get prepared yolo voodoo says time a little bit is off drake what should I do? Ask my old guilt. Master ZCC says, finish all the puzzle mounts. Drexel underscore wow says, I'm really just biding my time until pre-patch by cleaning up a few rep grinds for tabards. Charlotte PS5 says, study about new skills in Shadowlands beta. Reading every single article on wowhead, but not sure yet. Must do it in the beta. I think that might be a hint that they want beta access, guys. Just a thought. Hellscream's Axe says beta pass is changing so much what to main is a real problem i should make five balls to make up to a first date of why is Shadow. that so familiar that's a, somebody else there's someone else that talked about five alts i uh, think it was the okay. exact wording though pretty it's yes. pretty similar yeah pretty sure yeah exact yeah same yeah wording anyways uh yeah so uh game buzz sean I'm really just biding my time until pre-patch by cleaning up a few rep grinds for tabards. Anyways, uh, from Discord we have Card Freak saying, eat pizza. Uh, ben underscore Andalusia Andalusia? 
in Belgia. Okay. Uh, finish Argus campaign and those two reps. I I was on a break during Legion. Otherwise, relax and enjoy the game. No pressure. The Gulo says, hopefully mounted fight among other things. Joda says, getting my alts geared up, maybe maxing out some cloaks. Gamatha one says, getting my last two specs to one twenty and even practicing on PTR. Dashkin says, claim my long boy and getting my AOTC this weekend. Slight smile. Uh. Defied says, uh, leveling all my alts, currently 88% towards maxing out the full 50 characters allowed, and maybe buying an AOTC run if the offer, right offer comes along in trade chat. And lastly, Frazzlerock here says, right now it's doing mount runs to try and get as much as possible done before my time is taken up with Shadowlands. I want to say two things. Sarah, I was really looking forward to your answer for this, and I'm disappointed that we didn't get one. <laughs> Also, me- uh, I'm very sure. Very Medros. Sad. Z? You said Z? It's Z. Are we going there? Yeah, going I'm there? going there. Apparently we are. We're going yeah, there. It's okay. Z. Come on, man. All right, so we're doing this. All right. I have worked at call centers for like most of my adult life. I am sorry that many Americans have trained me to call it Z instead of Z. Sorry. Okay. I apologize to all my Canadian brothers. So that, okay, that's okay. The apology makes it better. All right, we're good now. <laughs> sorry, sorry, bud. I am sorry, guys. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Sorry, eh? <laughs> yeah. sorry. Won't do it again. All right. And next week's question is: What is your guess for the pre-patch date? Why do you think it's coming then? Now, I want to have this out right after the show. And any answers after we get an announcement, which I think will come this week, don't count. So you want me to put, put it up, like, tonight? Yes. Okay. You got it. I, I will also tweet it up tonight. Uh, and, uh, we, you know, we'll, we'll, have, we'll have our answers, but uh, anybody who answers after will be marked as, as late. That's fair. There's a good chance that I mean tomorrow's Tuesday. There's there's a good chance we might get a date tomorrow. Wait, they just announced it. Well, Dragon, are you kidding me? Are you bleeping? Feet? No, we're still recording. This is good. Usually it's like at midnight or something, or, or the next morning after we record. Okay, hold on, I gotta. Uh, I'm not gonna uh, lie. I just went to WorldOfWarcraft.com. We just got I'm mega like, trolled. Oh my god! We did, and you know what? I blame Blizzard for that troll. Being so successful because they've done that to us so many bleeping times. Dra- Dragon Red, <laughs> I just bravo. Well done. Well I'm done. keeping that was pretty. I'm going to keep this in the show because that was amazing. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, I'm not going to say I don't expect that announcement in like half an hour, but you know, <laughs> what can I do? <laughs> All right, uh, time for shoutouts. Toasty, you well, you actually stole my shout out from the beginning. At the beginning of the show, I was gonna shout out Vesna Trophy winner Connor Hellebuck and Calder and Calder Trophy winner Kale McCarr. Congratulations to those guys! Yay. Both both well deserved awards. I mean, Hellebuck single handedly carried the Jets into the playoffs, and Kale McCarr had an unreal rookie season. So, congrats to you guys, and like, I'm sure other people won awards too. I think Dreisaitl took MVP or some. I don't care. 
Dreisaitl wasn't even the best person on his team. Why is he getting MVP? It doesn't make sense. What? I'm not mad. Alright. Alright. Allie? Ooh, there's a few I could do, but I think I am going to do my shout out to Manny and his co-host over at Rested XP, which is a new and fantastic podcast more aiming towards mental health and and various issues and things or whatever that all of us gamers can relate to or may deal with or whatever. I think it's a fantastic show to have in the community and the gaming community in general. And they just put one out on Sunday about imposter syndrome, which I listened to today and it, uh, it, it really got me. So uh, it just it's a fantastic show. So everyone needs to go check it out. Man, I, it's called Rested XP. I, I was following the show on Spotify. I keep meaning to go back and listen to it. Ah, okay. Really I'm should. Going, I'm it's going great. To. It's it's so it's a uh, Manny and then Sharku from Merely Setback and Turarts. So it's uh yeah, I highly 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 suggest it. And it's just it's a really great show to have, especially. In these days when, you know, things are crazy, yo. <laughs> so, go check it out. Uh, Medros? Sorry, I had to put a tweet out. Uh, my shout-out, uh, I, I want to go last year, uh, is a bit of a sad one. Uh, my shout-out is to Ruth Bader Ginsburg, uh, who passed away, uh, it was on Friday night. And uh, not being American... I was surprised that I didn't even know who she is, um, but she was always seen uh, in the stuff that I've seen and I've watched as uh, an incredible person of great strength and great character uh, who worked hard to uh, make her country better. And uh, I know many will miss her, and uh, I hope her legacy uh, lose a far longer shadow than she did in person. Physically, I mean. So, uh, shout out to her and uh, for all she did for uh, for America. So, all right, and that is gonna be it. So let's do our outro and head on out. If you'd like to reach us by voicemail, call one seven eight five ATA WOW five or seven eight five two eight two nine six nine five. You can send emails to show at allthingsazroth.com. If you like what we do here, check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash allthingsaz. Join our new Battle.net group at bit.ly slash bnetata. Check out Ali Show at dungeonfables.com and Toasty's stream at twitch.tv slash toastypostyhan. You can find us on Twitter at allthingsaz, at medros, at fandeth, at toastypostygan, at aliandrusk, and at donforge. And please check out the other shows from the Donforge network, including Group Quest and Shattered Soulstone. And we'll be back next week. In the meantime, take care, happy hunting, and we'll see you on the other side of a release date. This podcast is part of the Dawn Forge Network. Copyright 2020.